0: this podcast is brought to you by the spare time legends podcast network listener discretion is advised
1: it, but it glows yellow
0: <laughs>
1: oh, so it's, it's very crusty jizz
2: very unhealthy man spoon spoon
3: This is a Christmas special. We can't just be sitting around calling each other cunts and Jews and all
0: Nazis.
2: (laughs) The old tantra
3: one. We all need to what? Sorry, now? No, we've all had the nasty spunk at one time or another, boys. Shit,
2: mine's come out purple. All colors of the rainbow at one point. Oh,
3: damn.
1: Mine mine never has. Uh, I'm I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what you guys have done, but you like Matt's got yellow jizz coming out. Brian's got zap coming out of his cock.
3: <laughs> well, generally, Ollie, for things uh, to start happening weirdly to your to your sexual regions, you have to not be a virgin. So that's probably where your problem's coming in.
1: Did you did you make another joke? Was that another joke from Matt?
3: Yeah, yeah. I was referring to the fact that you're a virgin. That's what I was saying. That was the joke.
1: Oh, okay.
4: okay. Safe. But, Jeez, uh, th- this guy is an improvement on your previous
3: host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Ian, did you hear the previous guy? For fuck's sake!
2: Yeah, nineties the when they were releasing singles. It was, yeah, there was Liam Gallagher or something.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got fired because he went on tour with BDI. Can we
2: call all you know?
3: No. <laughs> yeah. the, ta- oh, the awesome. talented one.
4: P- Patsy Kenza, if you will.
3: Yes. Uh, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna start now because you know, we all have dinner plans and things.
1: Have um, we not started already?
3: Well, yeah, we have now, but I'm going to say that we're starting.
1: Okay. <laughs> we, we wasted all the jizz golden talk. You the nothing.
3: credits on the remake of 13th, they start 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah, and by the way, anyway, Ollie, you're the one who wanted to have a fucking warm-up before we hit record. I didn't know we were going to have did, the jizz yeah. gold right away. Oh, well, neither did
1: I. But last last episode was a bit shaky earlier because we hadn't even actually spoken in a while, apart from about the, the, the adventure pals thing.
3: Yeah, and I literally just hit record, and we were just like, "So what's up, man? How you been?" So stuff. Yeah. Anyway, all right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Wait, want that record recorded? It is now. <coughs> Sorry.
2: In my bedtime,
3: motherfucker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ho. Ho, motherfucking ho! Welcome to the second annual Legend in My Spare Time Christmas Special. It is the second annual because, uh, well, we didn't do one last year. We did one the year before, so I'm calling it second annual. Ollie's about to correct me on that, obviously. Uh, Go ahead for that, Ollie. I'm
1: I'm not gonna do anything. (laughs) I'm I'm
3: fine. (laughs) What an asshole! All right. it, it it is a christmas extravaganza because we have combined two podcasts smart marks and legend in my spare time joining forces for the christmas special my co-host as every other week well as last week mr <laughs> oliver little hello sir oh i yeah and merry christmas to you you son of a bitch it's
1: not christmas yet but thank you i'll, I'll take that in advance
3: ollie this is a fucking yes. Christmas special. Of course it's yes, Christmas already. Yes, but we're, we're not fucking talking on
1: Christmas, are we? I'm not yeah. playing your games, man. Oh, sh- oh,
3: oh, sure. When it's a week away from Christmas, it's not Christmas.
2: When it's the fucking anniversary Jubilee piece of shit happens, you take all year to talk about it. Who, me? <laughs> no, you, the collective you. <laughs> I only speak for myself,
1: Brian. And well,
3: as you can hear there in the background, that's my smart marks, illustrious and gorgeous might I add co-host, Magic... Fitzpatrick, hello, Brian. Uh, anyway, you guys can go back to arguing about England versus Ireland now. There's no, argument. I was, no, there's no
1: argument. I've, I've accepted Brian's uh, feelings towards my country long ago. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to change him. We're like, know.
2: we're like a, we're like a Jew and a Nazi who made friends despite the struggle.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm claiming I'm claiming Jew on that as well because I don't want to be vilified. You can be the Nazi.
2: I, I, I've lived in Queens, so I can say I'm the
1: Jew. I am a Jew, so I can say I'm the Jew.
2: I do not believe you, but if that's true, I'm still taking Jew.
1: No, no it is true, and uh, I'm taking it for that reason.
2: Well, I'm the Jew too, so. Eh.
1: You're not Jew. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's no Jews in Ireland. That's racist. <laughs> no, it's true. There are no Jews in Ireland. That was very racist. There was one Jew. You all got pissed off with him, and he said, "Fuck this lark," and he went over to England.
3: Well, not only is that racist, it's also the greatest opening you could ask for on a Christmas special.
4: Happy Hanukkah, everyone.
3: <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> oh, Fitzy Fitz, Fitz, is. Saying, is sorry. there some dude in your room, Fitzy? Who is that? Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa's Irish. Yep. Hello, Do Santa. It. Rich, come to talk to. Uh, listen, Santa, I got a, I got a beef uh, with you. Can I pick a bone with you?
4: You can pick as many bones off me as you like.
3: Okay, listen here, you fat fuck. I never got. <laughs> hey, not th- anymore. Well, listen, Santa. When I was younger, I asked for the Ninja Turtles action figures. Okay? And you know what? You brought me, you brought me, Raphael, Michelangelo, and two Leonardos. What the fuck were you thinking? I don't like purple. Well, the purple's awesome. That was the Corey Feldman turtle. He hates the gays, you see.
4: Yes. It. And vicariously, I was stopping you from becoming a
1: homosexual. Failed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, as you folks can probably tell, Santa's not Irish, so and that isn't we've Santa. Checked, we've checked
1: off racism and homophobia so far. I'm, ju- I'm just keeping a little list here. <laughs> it's uh,
3: beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs>
4: How about some one-year-olds that
3: are being come on to by musicians nowadays? Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly,
4: allegedly. allegedly.
3: That's right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that is not Santa Claus. That is my good friend. Well, I say good friend. It's this guy I know. I met him in Atlanta. His name is Ian. Say hello, Ian. Halloween. Oh, somebody... Oh, yeah. Good good, good one, good one. (laughs) I'm sure every fucking podcast in history has that moment. Say Hello. Hello. Anyway, Ian, introduce yourself to the listeners.
4: Um, I think I just did. Yeah, I said hello, Ian.
3: No, I meant to expand a little bit. Tell them a little bit about yourself, you know, because some of them don't know who the fuck you are.
4: Um, Have I been up there on your show before? You wanted me on your show like two years ago.
3: Yeah, and that never, that never happened. So, now you need to tell the listeners who the fuck you are, other than the dude in Fitzy's bedroom right now.
4: Well, I have to get off his of lap first for a second, on. Don't, don't, don't. Oh, come on, please. No. It's too warm up there. It feels, it feels good. All right, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I slipped the hand out. Okay, all right, we're good. Um, yeah, okay, I'm international soap well, so opera <laughs> sensation Ian Cook. That's a lie. <laughs> even nowadays.
3: Yeah, you couldn't even get it out. You couldn't even say the words without giggling.
4: I'm, I'm hot people barman Ian Cook. And I've been on Cabin Fever and various other podcasts, Misinformation, uh, Marthy's podcasts, and now Legend in My Spare
3: Penis podcast. But Matt doesn't even have one penis. <laughs> I fucking hate you both. Anyway, <clears throat> I'd like to thank all three of you for joining me here on our Christmas special. Sorry Yeah, you sound so fucking interested, Ollie.
1: It's alright, you're welcome. So,
2: so, how many days of Hanukkah are we into now, Ollie? Well, I didn't say I was a practicing Jew, mate. <laughs> he
4: was—he was, he was just—he was just circumcised at birth and just uses it
1: all the time. Yeah, the No, I just mean through bloodlines and stuff is what I actually mean. I don't—I don't practice. I don't believe you at all. You know, you don't have to believe me, but it's true. I'm uh, through the, my mum's side of my family. I am Jewish and
3: Gypsy.
4: Huh. So, yeah. so you don't actually practice it. You're just very aware of how much to tip. <laughs>
3: Yes. <laughs> and uh, that well, th- that rattling noise that the listeners are hearing, Ollie, would you mind explaining what that is?
1: I'm not sure. I think it might be because I'm eating a whisper. I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was the rapper we could hear. Uh, that, that's
1: exciting. Think, I'm pretty sure Brian's eating as well. Don't don't have a go at me. I swear I heard him talking with something in his gob.
2: I won't blow any of these horrible accusations. No, and, and, that, and that was
3: totally Ian's dick in his mouth.
2: <laughs> not like a snack before dinner.
4: <laughs> snack? More like a three-course meal! Uh,
3: that's not what I heard from, uh, what's her name? Shit, I can't remember her name, otherwise that joke would have been
1: priceless. <laughs> For failed jokes. Price some
3: ham. No. Ba- battle, Battle something?
4: I was right, French toast in
3: half. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyway, look, this is a Christmas special. We can't just be sitting around calling each other cunts and Jews and all Nazis. There's got to be some <laughs> fucking... A
2: Christmas
3: on a baby, <laughs> Shut up, you cunt. Uh, I, I got to say, though, nobody says cunt like the Irish.
2: Uh, Scottish say it better.
3: Fine, fuck you. This podcast just died on its ass again. That's the third time in the first thirteen minutes.
2: <laughs> the scholars are the best cursors in the world. They were it was like they were born to do it. <laughs> I think it's the I think it's the kind of the, the book fasty phlegm that gives them the extra <sighs> like when they give it you know, gives gives it some gusto.
3: When they gives it some gusto. Yeah. And ting. All right, so, <clears throat> what I would like to talk about regarding Christmas, I thought we could go around the little circle, you know, like a little uh, storytelling session, and we could talk about our worst Christmas memories.
1: Oh, huh. fuck. I didn't know I had to do homework for this. Yeah, me neither. Uh, do you know what? I think this is going to fall flat. I've had wonderful Christmases. I, I, I'm very lucky. I've had very nice Christmases. Okay. So, uh, fuck you, Matt.
3: All right, Princess, tell us about your favorite Christmas, then. We'll start with you. Mr. Oliver Little of London?
1: I don't know. They've all been brilliant. I remember uh, one time there was uh, our neighbor. We decided to all have Christmas around hers, but she invited her whole family. There was like 20, 30-something people. We ended up eating in a massive, huge tent in the back garden. That was wicked. I like that.
2: Did you freeze your nods off?
1: Yeah, I think we all did. And I think the food was cold, but the atmosphere was lovely. Like people that I'd grown up with for my whole life.
3: So are you talking about a tent or are you talking about Nando's? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I honestly don't know why that's funny But no attempt
2: <laughs> I don't understand the thing about Nando's Well, the it's thing right. is, Fitz, it's fucking no, delicious no, no. no, what I mean is I don't get why it has become the quintessential Joke takeaway name to use in sketches Like, it's not even... A- it doesn't even seem like a takeaway-type place, all they seem
1: to serve is chicken. Do you know what it is? I, I think it's it's maybe if it's marketed towards this sort of generation, like the people that just post something on Instagram, like hashtag OMG, hashtag alcohol, hashtag Ed Sheeran, are the kind of people that go to Nando's. <laughs> right? yeah, I and fucking like, go oh, to Nando's. Nando's. It, well, yeah, and it's, it's tasty, it is tasty, but you don't go, oh my god, Nando's, oh! It just
2: seems like, like, like such a strange kind of plain Jane place to have become so kind of synonymous with the
1: eating out experience. It's just spicy yeah. chicken. Yeah, I think it's, it's, just, it's just chicken, like spicy chicken, and it tastes good, and it's relatively cheap. I think that's the only reason.
3: Ian said it was a rip-off.
4: Yeah, I, I thought for what I got, it was shite. I got like a, a butterfly chicken, and then it was crap. There's nothing to it.
3: Yeah, that's why but you, you li- don't go to Nando's and order a butterfly chicken, you fucking homo.
4: I've never been before, shithead. I do Well, next time you
3: fucking fuck send me a message and I'll tell you what to order you, Momo. Yeah, listen
4: to the fucking Canuck.
3: Listen here. Table chicken. For those of you international listeners that may not know what Nando's is and can't figure it out by all the words we just used, like restaurant... Wait,
1: wait, wait. Why do you need to explain it? I think at some point we've all just said it's a cheap chicken place that's relatively
3: nice. And because regardless of what uh, we explain, uh, Oliver... For those, for those I... people that don't understand, I'm going to repeat the exact same thing that we've already said. Yes, yeah, so that I don't well get that. fucking six emails. Well well, who am I kidding? One well... and a half emails saying, no what Nando's? Why the Nando's? Why Nando's? Nando's? It's not hard. I just don't know. Google it,
2: fuck's sake. It seems
3: to become the like restaurant equivalent of the Groucho Marx glasses and nose combo. Look, this was supposed to be a Christmas special and now all we're doing is shouting at each other.
2: Sounds like a
4: Christmas
2: special. Bah, humbug.
3: Well, the two Irish are getting
2: pissed. The English guy is acting superior and the Welsh guy is getting angry.
3: Merry Christmas, everyone.
2: <laughs> it seems pretty right thing. Ho, ho, ho. Very rational oh, stereotype. <laughs> yeah, and Ollie,
3: for, for humor's sake, I would like you to tell the listeners what you told me recently regarding Nando's.
1: Uh, what, uh, what did I say about it? Uh,
3: this is when you went on your Nando's
1: break. Oh. Oh, uh, I, I boycotted Nando's.
3: And, and why? Wait, actually, first, let me ask uh, Ian and Fitzy, why do you guys think, in the world of Ollie, what reason <laughs> would he have to boycott Nando's, a simple chicken restaurant?
4: My guess is they, they wouldn't let him smoke tobacco in there.
2: I I don't know why, but I just know that some of the best conversations of my life have I've been with Ali about fast food places. So go. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's not it's not really for any of those reasons. It's because um, Portugal knocked England out of a fucking competition, <laughs> and I couldn't think of anything Portuguese to boycott. So I thought, na- even though Nando's is like African, like I think it's if Portuguese, it's African, yeah, no. yeah. Even, but I couldn't think of anything else to boycott. So I was like, fucking Nando's. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so I didn't go and then I, I, shit at the windows. <laughs> I didn't I didn't go for a few years as well It started off as a joke Like, yeah, fuck Nando's And then I was just like yeah, Okay, Nando's Like, I just stopped going
3: Yeah, that's classic only, uh, you, Ollie, only you, Ollie Only you
1: I've resolved my issues with the place And I've had it a couple of times And it's alright they, they make, uh, like, salt stuff like, you know, chip salt. You know, you can have it in the place. They sell it now in supermarkets. They sell salt? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, like regular salt and celery salt and probably cayenne pepper. It's like, a, like yeah, a... I know
3: the shit you're talking about, but what the fuck is celery salt? Excuse me, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's peri-peri chip sprinkle, and I have some downstairs in my cupboard. So,
1: so do I. I have some downstairs as well, because I, I was like, oh, shit. Celery salt, I think, basically, is like the essence of pure savoury. Like it doesn't taste. I've tried to sprinkle it on chips. It's gross. It's just like savory. It brings out other yeah, things.
2: Yeah, I didn't ask what it tastes like.
4: Is that like what, is, is that it, is that like aromat? Just MSG and salt.
1: Well, no. Is it derived from celery in any way? I'm gonna go ahead and say maybe. Is this
2: is this one of those things where for years I thought peanut butter was made
1: of peanuts and butter? <laughs> no, that was, that was just because you were dumb. <laughs> well it's it's not made from that much more. You wanna, like, it's, like it's not it, the recipe isn't that different. It's just peanuts and oil, so it's a different fat.
2: Well no, I mean in that in that I thought the word butter connoted dairy butter, but apparently butter can be any sort of blotchy spread thing. Like yeah, nut, like like, like nut butter. It
1: yeah i did actually oh well, no because now matt's going to take it somewhere sexual but i made um ha- my favorite sentence in the world <laughs> i made a <laughs> i made a hazelnut tart um and like i made a ganache and to flavor it with hazelnuts i made a hazelnut butter what? like it's not hard because they have their own oils in them so all you do is blend them and then they start to become like a pasty buttery thing a buttery biscuit base if you will yeah uh, actually i finished what do you, do you get that over there do you get MasterChef? Yeah. do you get the bbc yeah. We have both yeah. your version and our own Irish version. Oh, <laughs> slick. Did you watch the the one that was just on recently? No. It was amazing.
2: I always it is. Awful. It's impossible to watch Hungry, though, because
1: you well, can't. You know yeah. what's even better, Brian, is Master Chef The Professionals, which was just on, because it's not just people who cock up, it's people who make things that make you go, uh-uh-uh-uh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but they get a bit too ridiculous to be in any way, sad, you know, kind of, um desirable food wise they're just more like kind of impressive creations it's like trying to uh, aesthetically admire a picasso it's like yeah i get it but it's too out of whack for me as an ignorant non-art critic to understand or enjoy
1: maybe for the main courses i fully agree but when they get to desserts mate just incredible just i want them all in my mouth have
3: have you guys ever seen master chef wales (laughs)
1: Just making rare bit all the time? Oh, it's it's just pot noodle. It's literally pot noodle.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it got pretty heated last week when a guy added extra his own ketchup to a pot noodle. And the judge said, what up, buddy? is he doing? What's he doing? Oh, Ollie, you're such a cunt.
2: Or or occasionally spunked on mutton chop.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Spunked on mutton chop. There's your episode title. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right so i ask ollie for his favorite or worst christmas memory we go on a 20-minute diatribe about nando's so next ian my friend tell me uh, you're so
1: regimented man like you, we're having a nice conversation and actually having fun and matt's like okay back to work guys
3: because it's you a christmas make- special you fucking you, bellend you would, make- you would make- like
1: a perfect shop manager like when people try to. Like, do you know what I mean? Like when people say they're in like uh, Sainsbury's and they're, I don't know, fighting with baguettes or something, like they don't know what they want to do. And you're like, uh, uh, all funny goes back to work, boys. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I've got targets to meet if I want to make my mid quarter bonus. Ollie,
3: it's Such a fucking a Christmas special.
1: Oh, uh, uh, what'd you do? Christmas, Christmas, Merry Christmas. Now let's get back to work, everybody. Punch your time cards again. (laughs) I hope
3: you have an awful Christmas, you son of a bitch. You don't. You hope I have a lovely Christmas. No, I don't. I hope your Christmas sucks. I hope Santa spunks on your pillow. Father Christmas isn't real, Matthew. Well, I hope Father Christmas (laughs) spunks on your pillow. He's not real. I I wasn't taking
1: umbrage with the fact that you said Santa this time. I don't give a fuck.
3: Blah, 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 blah. I said umbrage. Shut up, Ollie. (laughs) <laughs> I asked Ian a no, question, not you, not like Ian. If you have an yep. English accent, I don't want to hear you speak. You're so boring, Matt. Right,
4: As uh, a slight prelude to his question.
1: Um, uh, wow, wow, <laughs> wow, please, please again, that's,
3: that's phenomenal. The international soap star has a worse accent than I do. You sound slightly like Dick Van Dyke had a stroke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no road, it's only Mary. That anyway.
3: was awful. That was awful.
1: Yeah, such so a man. Anyway, um... is that American? There, are you a man of a thousand accents? The mm-hmm. Birmingham pantomime
2: review called Ian's accents phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> How dare we? <laughs> yes,
4: Brian. I believe it's pronounced Birmingham. him." Oh,
3: sorry. <laughs> okay, Ian, that was a lovely accent. Please tell me either your worst or your favorite Christmas memory.
1: Back to work, Ian.
3: Yeah, yeah, because because my favorite Christmas memory is this fucking podcast. Ollie, thanks for that. So, what should I get from Nando's? Half chicken, hot with fries and rice. Okay. What should
1: that set? you double carbs? What are you all about?
3: You get to pick two sides, motherfucker. Rachel Ray came in here. It says it on the menu. Pick your chicken, pick your sauce, pick your two sides. <laughs> Matthew comes in, he's just like, oh, I want pizza, chips,
1: and rice and pasta. Thank you. <laughs> I don't talk like that. <laughs> 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 Fucking double carbs over here. Jesus Christ. Maybe I can understand bread, but a whole portion of rice. Oh. Would- you need to watch your weight. Rachel. So, wait, what? You don't get rice with chicken? Pardon? You don't get rice with the chicken? Well, you can get rice, or like you can get like they have a bunch of sides. But why would you get rice and chips? Yeah, that's a bit weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about the double carbs. That's a bit
3: odd. Firstly, fuck you. Secondly, it's none of your goddamn business what the fuck I order at at fucking Nando's.
1: Matthew, we're all worried about your health here. No, (laughs) you're not.
3: You don't give a fuck.
1: No, no, I'm not, actually. I I wanted another reason to pick on you, and I had one because you double load on carbs when you go to Fernando's.
3: Right, and I got the belly to show it. Anything else? Um,
1: Yes, you're short. No one likes you. Um, You're Welsh.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Do as happy.
3: I was going to drop my mic for comedic comedic effect, but nobody would hear it but the listeners.
1: Go on, Matthew. Back to work, guys.
3: No, fuck you. Right. I, wanna, I, wanna, I tell you what. <laughs> fuck you. You three, you three can host the fucking Christmas special. Oh go, on, go, on, oh. go on, go on, go on, go on. fuck off, then. Oh, I will. The mic is down.
4: You, right. sh- you should be arresting wrestling, wrestling an answer. You're so much control of the
1: mic. <laughs> Matthew?
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so instead of the double carbs, what would I get? Uh, like, I, I'm not sure what's on the menu. I mean, you can get, like, bread shit or, like, a salad or something. Bread shit? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, fancy Portuguese garlic just, bread or such shit. They just
2: feed hobos, like, foie
1: gras style in the back and make them dump into a bowl. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. All they do is they, like, you know, like, when you have a wood chipper and you feed something into it and the wood yes. chips out? Yes, because I'm
2: from North Dakota. Go on. I don't,
1: know, that's a, I don't know, that's kind of an odd place to pull out, of all things. I imagine it's very woodsy. <laughs> I mean, you could have just said, I'm not a lumberjack, but you specifically said, I'm not from North Dakota, not not South Dakota, mind no. you. So South Dakota going to be like, you know, all
2: beaches and stuff. I know it's not, but... <laughs> 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 south probably like you know the sunny south (laughs) north is all pine trees and bears and log cabins and such
1: oh my isn't that the same with most places in America just the further north you go the sort of nicer it looks kind of do you know what I mean like in in southern California it's very hot and very very rough but apparently if you go north uh, Casey and those guys were saying it gets like lovely you can get like yeah.
2: isn't Detroit in the northeast kind of shoots
1: your whole (laughs) maybe maybe the the northwest then like Right. Uh, uh, <clears throat> as you go further north, isn't is Utah north, and then Seattle and <laughs> other stuff? Yeah, true. Really,
2: uh, I think we're in JJ territory. You know, um, Portland and all that. Oregon, getting the hip- yeah. hipster central. Have you ever seen Portlandia? I've seen the first episode and
1: I enjoyed it immensely. I absolutely love it. It's on, it's on Netflix and they won't put on the second <laughs> season, and I can't the bother to download.
2: One of the nineties lives. Apparently, it's where the dream of
1: the nineties lives. It's definitely where the dream of the nineties lives. Absolutely live there. <laughs> I don't, you know what? When I when I saw that, I didn't know that they were. It was taking the piss, and maybe it speaks badly of me. But when they did that song, I was like, I kind of want to move there. Yeah, it just, that place seems awesome. It speaks badly of me if you did not. It was a parody. <laughs> But no, like I don't know I don't know anything about Portland. I don't know if they were like celebrating that that's the sort of place that it is, or that they were mocking it. I then found out through the rest of the show they were mocking it. But I thought, well, maybe I want to live there. That place seems lovely.
2: I was talking to uh, Elizabeth, you know JJ's girlfriend. Yeah, and she was saying that uh, first time she saw that episode, she was like, "I felt kind of bad because I jog past the place where they did the dance routine." <laughs> 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 and apparently, it's it's every bit as uh, hipstery as, as they say. It sounds
1: awesome. though, I'd love to move there too. Brian Matthew says, uh, "I'm gonna keep calling him Matthew because it makes it I don't know, it kind of demotes him even more, <laughs> like." Like, you know when you name your kid Matthew and all of his friends call him, like, Matt or Matty, and then he comes and goes, Matthew, darling, dinner's ready. M-Dog. Uh, M- <laughs> M-Dog. like And then, like, when uh, your friends call you M-Dog around your mum, she's like, M-Dog? It's Matthew. <laughs>
2: Matthew. Please <laughs> call him by his full name, Matthewington.
1: <laughs> Matthew tells me you two are moving. Uh,
2: well, no, it's an up-in-the-air plan, yeah, to, to maybe set our sights further than our own front door once once we get the, our shit together.
1: Are you all moving in together? You, Matt, and Ian? Well, Ian's got a
2: pretty sweet with a musician that he likes to snuggle up with. <coughs> but, I mean, maybe, maybe we could live there and live on Waz's floor. What do you reckon?
4: I'd say there might be room on the double bed for someone. You're not allowed uh, near my, my memory foam mattress, though. <laughs>
2: He got a memory foam mattress and now
1: he's all precious about it, you see.
4: Yeah, I just I don't want Homer on the billiards table moment where <laughs> I've got a lawsuit on my hands.
1: Why Why would you... Look at him moving on up in the world, memory foam mattress. I know, I know. I think I, you're I, better than all of us. I,
4: I lived on a fucking kid's cot-sized single bed for a year, <laughs> year in London, so I said I'm buying a fucking nice mattress when I got the proper bed.
1: His shit used to sink. <laughs> yeah, what was the fucking that one show that had... Uh, you know, with Mrs. Bouquet. Did that reach over there? Yeah, yeah, giving up appearances. You, that Ian. It's called the Ian Show now. Fucking fancy-ass guess- motherfucker. Okay, am I-, Ooh, I have a tempopedic bed. Ooh. Really? Ooh, I drink Earl Grey tea. Oh, twinings. Fucking <laughs> puss. It's so much better. La-dee-da over here. We're all fucking wearing like Puma shoes. He's like, oh, look at me. Yeah, yeah, I've added us. Uh, the most successful brother.
4: Some of us <laughs> so need
1: Queen's better. English better than others. Oh, oh, you're better than me. You don't wear Lecoq Sportif. Oh.
2: <laughs> I remember when Lecoq Sportif was considered upmarket.
1: <laughs> when the fuck was it ever considered upmarket? All the poor kids I knew bought it for like 50p. Like in like 1997, 98.
2: That,
4: yeah. was, a, that was the NAFCO 64 era yeah, as that well. Was,
2: that was before that. That was 90. We were in, pro, I was in primary school. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs>
1: earlier now in the mm.
2: Lecoq Sportif was quite the uh, the swish uh, piece of clobber back in my day.
1: Lecoq Sportif, and what was the other one? And it, it gained sort of, uh, people started to wear it more recently. Was it Fila, I think?
2: Fila. Oh, and, Jesus, yeah. And then Pony had a brief uh, flirtation with success when Fred Durst bought the brand. Yeah. And tried to make it all cool and hip. It didn't really work, though, because Fred Durst himself was neither cool nor hip.
1: <laughs> and Lotto as well. Lotto became a thing for a little bit. Gola. you know, Huh? Gola. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that, then you're, yeah. like, verging into Donny territory. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you doing fucking Babbage and Rackets
2: now? No. <laughs> those those awful, was it Gola or Mikasa who made those god-awful yellow goalkeeper gloves with the black rubber bits stuck oh, on yeah. them?
1: I, do you know what I, uh, I don't know if I ever Mentioned this on a podcast And it's a piece of Really old news But I'm going to mention it now Because it made me proud At the time Did you ever play a game On the Playstation Called Adidas Power Soccer Oh my god Was that the one where like It's half time Where's my team I I don't know. It might have been. It's the one that basically had massive actual adverts for Adidas, like between the halves. The reason
2: I I thought I remembered it as Adidas Olympic Soccer, but maybe I was wrong. Maybe there were two different versions. But I got a loan of like this Adidas something soccer game for the PlayStation One back in the day during the Easter holiday. My friend Brian Connolly and I played it obsessively. You could actually have 90-minute matches. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. And I had the weirdest, most idiosyncratic commentator of all time who sounded kind of English Kind of country
1: Irish and kind of Scottish all at once. Yes. And, and and if you shot a ball hard enough at the keeper, he would save it and stumble into his own goal.
2: Yes. And the longer the game you had, the more difficult it was to get a goal past the keeper. So the scoreboard didn't look ridiculous. Yes. Yes. That game. Okay. Well, then I did. But he I, did. That, the most amazing thing I've ever heard a soccer commentator say on a video game was, it's halftime. Where's Métis? He said, oh, the glove
1: from brother Ted. <laughs> well, I, I grew up. That was like my game, my only football game that I had for ages. Oh, uh, shit out of it, except I had to give it back after two weeks. I grew up playing that, and in between the games, there would always be adverts for Predators. <laughs> and, and at the time, the <laughs> new invention a finger save gloves, Adidas finger saves, when they had the spines running down the fingers. I don't remember that. Well, they're basically their gloves and their spines fold inwards and not outwards, so you don't break your fingers. So like uh, gloves.
3: <laughs> Finger slaves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've spent the majority of my life because playing in, like being fat, I played in goal. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. And I, I spent. That's a uh, fucking chopper. Huh? So that's to what's oh, his name? Fucking chopper Harris. No, a razor. Sorry, razor look. <laughs> Mm mm. Rose and Roderick and different levels of fat. When he was playing, he was he was like lean ish. He was made of muscle. Are you I'm, are you Jan Molby? My Jan Molby? I don't even know if I'm old enough to know who that is.
2: Liverpool. Huh? The Liverpool defender. Huge, chunky bastard. How old when was he playing? Um like late eighties, early nineties. I'm twenty two. I was it's born in nineteen ninety. Knowledgeable. <laughs> Huh? you're knowledgeable of such things I'm not knowledgeable of Jan Mulby <laughs> you would have known the daglish years of Liverpool when they were at
1: their peak would I have I thought you would have gone back and looked at some shit I don't care about other teams <laughs> the only teams I care about is uh, United and QPR and they were successful you the
2: man who spent a half hour reading a list to
1: me trying to convince me that Balotelli is the best player in the premiership yeah but Balotelli is a separate, separate entity right he, he is a madman and he is a hero and I love him you
2: and No Gallery need to get together and touch bones you need and, to them
1: too. and oh. he's taking City to a tribunal which is brilliant <laughs> <laughs> they find him for getting like three red cards in his first season and he's just like I'm taking that to a tribunal fuck you <laughs> <laughs> like he must know he's on the way out yeah I mean I don't know who
2: else
1: to take him but uh, I will he can come down to Marble Hill Park <laughs> you'll feed him beans and chips I'll be honest I'll be honest I, I play as a number 9 I need a number 10 uh, Balotelli might fit that bill I don't know if he can keep up with me um, he's, not quite, he's not quite the Adonis that you are but... well you know I think you need a big man up front and I certainly fill those shoes <laughs> something that can hold up the ball and you know Balotelli might be alright I think he might be a bit slow to get past this there is a person who plays football with us who is 62 years old and there's another person who's even older than that. Sometimes they play as a centre-back pairing, and your centre-back pairing is older than 120 years old.
2: Well, my dad is 60 in January,
1: and he still plays football. <clears throat> he could be like Ralph. Ralph's are, uh... But here's the thing, the Ralph, he's like 60-something. He's fucking incredible, and he's got like half the leg, half the muscle in his calf missing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was on like... Because he's lived everywhere, right? He... A, I found out he nearly killed a man. Because <laughs> uh, he was working in, what was the time, Rhodesia. He was working with cattle there, but during the time when they were like, oh, fuck you white people. and um, Is this because,
2: you know, an accident was averted, or because he failed in his attempt? <laughs> oh, it's because he chose not
1: to. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Somebody did something to him <clears throat> and he had, like... <clears throat> The gun sort of trained on the back of his head and thought better of it. He's also been done for some sort of drugs thing. Uh, he went to school in Singapore and lost a portion of his leg on an oil tanker. Just lost it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's gone missing. He posted up little posters around and everything with little tear-off tags. No, found it. Have you seen this soft tissue? <laughs> I've realised, in my generation, there's not really going to be too many of those sorts of people anymore. Do you know what I mean? They'll
2: post some fiery shit on YouTube, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, there'll be people that can, like, do cool things and stuff like that, but there's no one that's going to be like, oh, what did you do when you were younger? I nearly killed a man. I got done for drugs. in in And all of these incidents in separate countries. Uh,
2: I once I trolled a Peter video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it was for really sick puppies too yeah, yeah
1: oh my god when when Wikipedia had its blackout, I got around it so go. <laughs> yeah. I I that, that, that was the biggest dick move on their behalf, right? Just because for a lot of people in England, those were the days before ed, like essay deadlines for university.
2: right. Well, I mean if you're going to Wikipedia for your essays, you're going to get shitty marks anyway.
1: No, no, because uh, people don't read so much. Like, I plagiarized shitloads in my essays, and I came out with a 2-1. <laughs> no, <laughs> And
4: now we have evidence of that. Yeah. <laughs> this oh,
3: has goodness. been another edition of your favorite podcast. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'd like to say thank you to Ali, to Ian, and to um, the other guy um, <clears throat> for joining us here on our Christmas special.
1: <coughs> Are you done? We've, we've done like 40 minutes.
3: Yeah, I just was bored, so I thought I would just press stop now. Oh, you wanted to keep going, did you?
1: No, it's, it's up to you. It's your show.
3: Tell you what, you guys are having such a lovely talk. You go ahead and talk. I'm going to go make a cup of tea. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so, loyal listeners, I hand you over to uh, Ollie and these guys. You, They were fine. Are they don't you, need me.
1: Are you, uh, are you coming back?
3: Well, at some point, the laptop will crash and stop recording, so we'll find out.
1: <laughs> Just come back. Look at Matt being a martyr. Oh, I'm gonna make a cup of tea. These guys don't like me. <laughs>
3: no, but I am legit making a cup of tea. So fuck you for a minute.
1: Enjoy. He's, he's noting uh, all the chemistry, all the charisma, and he's just like, why can't I have any of that?
4: So, so for 20 minutes, he just
1: sat there and stewed instead of going to make the tea. While he <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's just like, fuck these guys. They're gonna be so <laughs> much funnier than I was. And then he's laughing. He's probably laughing while going, to "Fuck these guys. They're not even funny." <laughs> Who do they think they are? Who do they think they are outshining me on my own show? I gotta teach them one day I'll show them good Mummy said I'm a good boy. I miss (laughs) Dagsy. Mummy said I was really funny. (laughs) These guys don't care. But but my mom says I'm cool. (laughs) I wanna I wanna start a band just so I can call it Thrill House.
2: (laughs) Thrill how?
4: Huh? Thrill how
2: think <laughs> your first album will be cut up like into this cup and ball now. I don't know.
4: Matt at Least does not care about black people.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I heard that. <laughs> we, we've heard
1: him, Molly. I don't know what we've done, but we've heard him. Oh, what, Matthew? No. Yeah. Oh, did he post something?
2: No, I I can I can hear the rage in the background. Maybe that's just a boiling kettle. I don't know.
1: He's sensitive, soul. it's either the rage bubbling up in him or the water bubbling up in the kettle. We're not we're not sure. I think it's the point we're trying to get at uh, people at home. We're not sure.
2: Yes, it could be both. He is a musician, so he's he's good at using sound. So what else would I get at Nando's? I
1: don't know, man. Chicken and chips. That's the regular. I'm, or if you're fancy, get chicken and rice. Or if you're mad, double carbs.
2: Just fuck the chicken. Just get rice and chips and just mix them together. sauce. You see, now the way you're saying double carbs and giving out about it, I'm picturing like really plain-ass steamed or boiled
1: rice with no flavor on it. And, and chips that haven't been salted. And in fact, they haven't even been fried, just boiled. <laughs> <laughs> boiled. Boiled pieces of potato, boiled white rice. It's just mashed potato with rice in it, isn't it? No, not even mash because it has to have that shape. <laughs> of course, yes, of course. It has to have the chip shape, but with no flavour whatsoever. <laughs> Just boiled potatoes. No <laughs> wonder it's
2: popular English food. <laughs> <laughs> Tasteless. Better than eels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, In- English people have no cuisine of their own, that's the that's the problem. Not certain of that. Well t- tell me tell me one thing that's uh, satisfying that the English have made.
1: Ollie. Roast beef? What? Roast beef? You can't just say... It, no, I, I can't say it because technically it's our national dish. That's all we have, Brian. <laughs> we have roast beef. So, putting cow in an oven is, is a dish that you can claim? Yeah. Yeah. No, but cows exist everywhere. Cooking of cows exists everywhere. The French even call us roast beef. For that very reason, that that's what we do. They call you pack of wankers. Yes, but in French.
4: <laughs> Le pack of wankers.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: No, that's actually a term in kitchens and stuff. What, like, pack of uh, <laughs> no, <it's> English, <laughs> yeah, but I
2: mean, you, dish. fuck you. You cannot claim heating dead flesh as a um, dish.
1: Um, yes. Thank you very much.
2: May, yeah, I have,
3: we- uh, may I have permission to speak on my own podcast, please?
1: Yes, yes. go ahead.
3: Firstly, Ollie is right. Secondly, I said something nice about you there, Ollie, but you missed it. You know, when he said something nice, the British, have, the English have done, and I said, Ollie, that was nice, wasn't it? I,
1: I didn't, I didn't hear that. I thought he said, "What food?" <laughs> the British done.
3: Well, that's fine. He can be food. But anyway, <laughs>
1: I just went.
2: That was not so nice. promised him to eat you. That's
1: all I know. That's all that happened on the other podcast. That's all I know is to be horrible. What other podcast was that? You know that one that I did for a while with uh, Comeback Ben? With who? Comeback Ben. Ben. Comeback Ben. Yeah, we don't speak anymore.
2: All right. Is there anyone here that does speak to him? <laughs> well, I think there's one guy.
4: Yes. You. Well, I work with him, yes, and I live with him for
1: three weeks. Oh, my God. You're horrible. You- wow. No. Wow! I'm wow! Wow! You have AIDS now, dude! Ah, wow. oh, Jesus! What happened to you? You used to be cool,
4: dude. Okay, he was going out with the girl who lived with my current <laughs> flatmate. So they were bunking in, and I lived with them for three weeks before they left.
1: Are you? Uh, is he still with her? Yeah. You should tell her he cheats on his girlfriends.
4: <laughs> I am staying out of that whole situation.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a legit fact. I mean, you should tell her that.
3: I should her like that or just have her listen to this podcast and then you don't have to tell her. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah Ian's fla- flatmate or ex-flatmate's sister or whatever Ben's bud. Ben cheats on his girlfriend None of those were right, no, that was right yeah. Ian was <laughs> that, That's just a fact of life, and it's not even kidding, this is a comedy podcast, this isn't comedy, that's a fact It's public health warning That's that Jewish humour we've <laughs> yeah Yeah that's, uh, that's not humour at all. He will give you clap. <laughs> a round of applause, that's quite nice. <laughs> Hence I replaced the bed. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. Uh, you're gross. You're forever tainted now.
2: <laughs> forever tainted. I want to eat forever t-
4: <laughs> I don't know. So, Matt.
2: <sighs> yes? That was, uh, that was... I've never heard a tea belch quite so... i mean.
3: I really forced it. I almost puked, to be honest.
4: I woke up at 3 a.m. and I ran to the toilet, projectile vomiting. Then I had the diarrhea, and then over the course of six hours, I had both of them. But one time, I had to run with the scuffs. And just as I finished cleaning myself up, I had to turn around and then puke onto my own diarrhea.
3: Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. God bless us, everyone!
1: Nando's and Scots!
2: episode
4: <laughs> title!
1: You didn't have to, though, really, did you?
2: What?
4: No, it was it was that immediate. It was either that or on the floor.
1: Yeah, but th- th- like I'm saying, I've had that situation before, and I chose n- I chose not to stick my head in a bowl of shit. <laughs> I chose <laughs> to puke on the floor and clean it up afterwards.
4: No, no, I, I, it was four in the morning. I was too fucking tired to clean the floor up. I was like, it'll be in the same area. Yeah,
1: oh, but made very very vibrant colours. I will say,
3: but not tired enough. Yeah, to that's think that's room. No, it wasn't.
4: Was, this yeah. is back in London.
3: All oh, right. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Why didn't you just flush?
4: Uh, because my arms were gripping the top side of the toilet with fear as I was projectile vomiting again
1: It was pretty intense
0: I,
3: I would have flushed, I would have flushed right away I yeah. don't know
1: Well, I mean, I, I've had it before, I just decided to go oh, Fuck it, if I if I aim and arc enough, I'll get it into the bathtub <laughs>
4: I would have hit the wall and it would have rebounded back on my face.
1: Well, then aim down. You could, like, I don't know, puke on your legs or some shit. Did you get some shit in your face? No, no splashback. No no splashback at all, thankfully. Yeah, but there's going to be microscopic little specks of pukey shit splashed back all over your mush.
4: Dude, if I leave the country, I still have microscopic pieces of puke and shit from Fitzy on me for some reason. Let alone
2: myself.
3: Because I wiped my arse with his face. Dude, it it took me weeks to get that microscopic shit off me when I got back from Dublin.
2: My, my the, the spare room still smells like
3: sheep <coughs> Yeah but it smelled like sheep Before I got in there motherfucker
2: <coughs> That's because I have a long line Of Welsh people staying with me <laughs> Apparently you do yes It's, got, it's like the, the B&B tough favorite
3: That's right
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt did you want us To get back to work I think we've had our lunch out
3: No no I don't give a fuck Fuck you Ollie
1: Oh, we got you that dejected. I thought, I don't even want to do it anymore. No, it's, it's oh, fine. Yeah.
3: We're, we're almost at an hour anyway. I heard it's almost your dinner time. And plus, if the listeners expected us to be, you know, have a format, then the fuck are they listening to? Well, you, because you expected us to have a format. Yeah, and then you pissed on but it. Was
1: just, just this once, I wanted to have a nice episode. Just once, okay? Yeah, and
3: again, because and you're a I cunt, I, I can't have that. I'm i listen to other things, and they can do it, so why can't we? I mean, fuck. <laughs> I just want to be good. Even misinformation <laughs> can follow a format, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like you anymore. <laughs> Fitzy, do you have the ability to just hang up on Ollie? Yes. <laughs> well, say goodbye to Ollie, then. Bye, Ollie. Bye, Ollie. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. Is he be fired? Is he gone? He's gone. Okay. Cool. So, Ian, favorite Christmas memory?
4: <laughs> um, that might have been the time I single-handedly got midnight mass canceled in my area. Yeah.
3: <laughs> See, now that's a fucking story. No, we had to talk about your shit for forty-five minutes. <laughs> now, please tell me us tell us the story of how. Is there anything to be said for another mass?
4: <laughs> oh God, I love ruining mass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
4: All right, Well, we were over. in... Basically, I was over. I I was over on the far side of our area, um, and a mate says Christmas Eve. His dad was about to dress up and do this whole Santa thing um, for the kids, and then it was just after midnight. He's like, lads, look, we're all drunk. Go home. So it's about ten past midnight. We we're walking past the local church, and then there was a shit ton of cars outside. I was there with my friend Morris, and we were both pissed us first, like, why the fuck are there cars everywhere here? So then, we, we didn't cop Midnight Mass, I'd never been to it, I'd never heard of it. So we started wandering towards the church, as you do, with the intention of just, you know, checking the, checking through the back window, seeing what the story is. We get up to the fucking back door of the church, 15 hours of the day out, the, the layup of the church, well enough, literally, looking through the glass doors, the door opens and we get pulled inside, and they say, we'll find some seats for you, now, we're shit-based and we're wearing Santa hats. <laughs> they bring us like five rows from the back and put us like right in the center of the row where it's inescapable. And for five or 10 minutes, that's it, that's fine. Um, nothing's wrong. And then I start doing the responses quite loudly. And then I start singing to the songs quite loudly. And after 20 minutes of pissing everyone around us off, we decided the best way to disturb the least amount of people is to climb over the rows instead of going to the edge of the row to leave the church. (laughs) That year, our church, at Midnight (laughs) Mass.
3: Was it?
2: (laughs)
4: Yes.
3: Damn. So how did you end up cancelling it, though? Or did you just say fucking it up?
4: Uh, No, Got through there being drunk, wearing Santa hats, and shouting, and literally climbing over pews to get out. And I'm they were like, too
3: many people. I'm proud of you, I'm very proud.
1: <laughs> you ruined a religious
3: experience. For hey, once. hey, what is that Grinch doing back on the call? Fitzy, disconnect <laughs> that man. <laughs> disconnect that man. I think Brian called me back. Brian, disconnect Confirm. him. Confirm or deny that. <laughs> Brian, disconnect that <laughs> son
1: don't, of a bitch. disconnect me, why would you do that? My mouth broke. <laughs>
3: <laughs> your whole world's against me, but I swear to God
1: <laughs>
3: I was silent I, I let the whole thing go on No, Actually, you weren't honestly, I could I, hear your it's fucking it's Yeti breathing <sighs> 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 You weren't silent at all I could hear you rolling your cigarette
1: I wasn't rolling your cigarette Cock
3: face Cock breath Dick Splat <laughs> Your ma
1: My my who,
3: sorry? You heard me. Yeah, my who, sorry? You heard me. My who, sorry? Your old one. (laughs) Your (laughs) old one.
1: Beg your pardon? You heard me, motherfucker. No, I I hear you when you speak English.
3: Oh, well, I don't ever speak English. I speak straight up gangster.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Because that's definitely a thing that happens.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know what isn't a thing that happens, though? A normally functioning podcast.
1: I don't know know what our response is. Wait, I'd like the listeners, just if you can, go back and just listen to that break of silence on a loop with no reaction.
3: Yeah, and they get more out of of that than they would out of this episode. Shut your face, Matthew. You're fired. You don't tell me to shut up. I tell you to shut up. I pay the $12 a month for Podbean. I tell you to shut up. If you can't elicit a reaction from the people you're hosting
1: with, what do you expect from the audience?
3: No, about as much as I'm getting from you, Ollie. Yeah. This
1: this really feels like Christmas dinner, all right. (laughs) 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 Mommy and Daddy are fighting again.
3: Hey, he went American on that.
1: Man of a thousand accents.
2: My Jewish uncles hit the kosher
3: one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been great. Yeah, I feel festive already. Yeah, well, uh, Fitzy, do you have any brief Christmas story you'd like to share before we put a, <laughs> put a bullet in this? My favorite Christmas movie
2: was Castle Grayskull. Simple.
3: I like that. See, mine was the Ghostbusters uh, firehouse.
2: Castle Grayskull could totally kick the shit out of the firehouse,
3: though. Well, totally. I mean, there's, there's no competition between He-Man and the Ghostbusters, but, you know. I just mean the
2: structures, if they were to fight each other.
3: I know what you meant.
2: <laughs>
3: for
0: fuck's sake.
2: I mean, ancient rock carving in that stood for thousands of years would destroy New York bricklayer. Uh,
3: <sighs> Even your toys can't win, Matt. <laughs> oh, I love Christmas and I love my podcast friends. <laughs>
1: I have a feeling. I have a feeling that every week Matt sits down and sorts and starts to go like, "Oh yeah, a new podcast." And by the end of it, it's not even anger; it's just sadness. Like, why don't they like me? It's uh, the French call it
3: ennui. <laughs> <laughs> it's just emptiness, Ollie. And unfortunately, you're the only one who makes me feel empty.
1: Unfortunately, or fortunate.
3: Unfortunately, because
1: basically, you no. Know, what I'm doing, because I've decided that you're basically a psychopath, and that's the only way that someone can make you feel anything. If I, if I'm not here lambasting you, then you're going to go out and kill people, just to feel something.
3: Well, I so, mean, <laughs> I haven't known you my whole life, and I've never killed anyone. So your theory well, is Well, that's flawed. a lie.
1: That's that's a lie.
4: And and of all weeks to mention psychopaths going and killing
3: people.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Happy Christmas, everyone. <laughs>
1: Shit. Wait, won't this won't this come out even after that though?
4: Well, it's already happened. So,
1: Wait. yes,
2: I'm more interested in that. That's a lie about him not killing things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's
3: yeah. go. Let's go back to that.
1: Have you ever seen? You know uh, the Rob Zombie remake of Halloween?
2: No, because no. I have taste. No, I've, I've seen the work print, and it's it's. Uh, uh, Ian has vomited on better things. <laughs>
1: I, I don't. I don't think it's terrible. But like, if you've seen the workprint, you see basically uh, Myers's childhood. Yes, yes. Matt. Because think of it, Matt's like a little blonde guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> little, little strawberry blonde guy, though. Animals. Yeah, um, huh.
4: Killing animals, looking at walls, looking past walls, not seeing the walls.
1: Yeah, he was he was very very disturbed, and he found podcasting as his only outlet. You should have heard his earlier music; it was frightening. All oh, death metal. He was
4: recording the podcast, not seeing the podcast, <laughs> looking through the podcast.
1: That's <laughs> uh, yeah. It used to be just terrible, uh, very scary grindcore, Norwegian black metal. Matt was Matt was a sick puppy. He, there was a... Uh, there, there were some reports. <laughs> 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 some, so, Matt. Uh, oh, I don't even know. Uh, oh, I can't go into it. It's, uh, <laughs> you, do you know what? It's just it's, it's 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 damaging for me to recount the memories. <laughs> I don't know how it would be to hear them afresh. Do you know what I mean?
2: I think I think I'm a big boy. I think I can take it. <laughs> I'm not sure that. Uh,
1: it had a lot to do with faecal matter, the school was called...
4: <laughs> there were Size some, one, mat
1: There <laughs> letters written out. You know, like, the whole red rum thing? <laughs> was it brown rum? <laughs> well, it, it was brown rum. But it wasn't in a place that you'd expect it. It wasn't on the back of a door, for instance. Matt, Matt took it to a, to a grand scale. On the on the corpses of small mammals. <laughs> <laughs> he, With would smear. he would just smear help me. <laughs> and, and occasionally woo. <laughs> he was basically he's the prototype for Al Snow, really. <laughs> except, what except, everyone? Please Except he would carry around a real head. <laughs> An actual human head with which he would hit the other people in his class if they wouldn't give him the sweets. Because he didn't understand why they wouldn't. That was their property. He didn't understand the idea of property. He would say, give me your sweets. They wouldn't do it. And he'd hit them with a real rotting human head oh, with what? the word help me smeared in shit on it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I can see it. And I would make a good lifetime special.
3: A
1: very disturbed young man. We need to talk about Matthew.
3: <laughs> and there's your episode title right there.
1: <laughs>
3: so I'd like to say thank you to uh, to Ian and to Fitzy for joining me this 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 week this time on our Christmas special. <coughs> Oh, no. I would like yeah. to wish happy Christmas to all of our lovely listeners around the world.
1: I'd like, I'd like to wish a Merry Christmas because it yeah, sounds like that.
2: No, Merry Christmas sounds like some woman whose
1: surname is Christmas. No, Merry, because I'm not saying Mary I'm saying Merry. No, guys, it sounds like a hobbit whose surname is Christmas. Is this a Lord of the Rings joke? I don't think I've. I don't know if I saw all of them. I saw a couple of them and they were very long.
2: No, that is very true.
1: <laughs> I mean that that's what I can recount of them. They're very long. Um and the Hobbit's very long as well, isn't it? And it's shot in forty eight frames? And that's supposed to be really weird.
2: Or is Ian called it?
1: Forty eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it was it bad? No, no, FBS, forty eight. <laughs> oh, I, I don't I, I'm just assuming it's gonna be bad. Like
2: It's going to look like a seventies episode of Doctor Who Indoors.
1: Really? Yeah,
2: there's gonna be like light, like bulbs will flare out the film and like burn out the film and.
1: (laughs) I I mean, I mean the film itself as well. I just assume it's going to be, but because The Hobbit is a relatively short book. Yes. (laughs) That he's then deciding, because didn't he first of all he said, all right, we're going to make it two films, even though it doesn't need to be two films, and then out of nowhere, uh, Del Toro left and he was like, "Uh, three films, ah, money for me. I can almost understand. The two films,
2: because it was going to be The Hobbit and then the appendices at the end of Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, that that makes a a hell of a lot more sense. Like, to have The Hobbit as a self-contained story. Yeah,
4: seemingly Del Toro said that there's a point, literally, if you split the book in half, there is an actual um, climactic point, and that was where they would split the two movies, right there. And seemingly that is still the way it's happening, but because they filmed all the extra stuff, The reason they wanted to do the three films is because this is the last stab they're going to have at Middle Earth as a film package because they're the two biggest things. They wanted to have as much of the story fleshed out as possible and not just the bare bones. They wanted to give it a proper deal. I mean, Jackson genuinely does give a shit about it. I don't think he's just doing
1: it for money. I, I'm not sure about but then I don't, I don't necessarily know whether or not... Uh, I've had this debate before. I think it's maybe the sign of a bad filmmaker to go, all right, and it's not as if like th- it's even a self-contained story that they have. It's a story that they're working from, and then they're already shifting the amount of time it's going to take to tell. Like, if you have your own film and you're like, okay, it's one film, it's two films, then that's a bit... Well, that's like your mind can run away with you, but you've got a set like group of stuff and you're like it's only two films oh three films do you know what I mean it seems maybe that there's a lack of of uh, what's it called I'm very terrible when you edit yourself editorship
4: yeah you cut your lobbies and stuff like that
1: yeah, um, like there's there's a very there's a very distinct lack of that. Where I, I mean,
4: he should have kept it for DVD
1: and Blu-ray, right? but we'll, we'll see. You know, I mean, I, I, to be honest, apart from
2: the Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Fightners, I think Peter Jackson is a bad filmmaker. Yeah, and and, but, of course, and of course, when I say
1: apart from the Lord of the Rings, in my opinion, is a huge apart from because it's a masterpiece. But I, I'm not sure about that. I think I think it's okay. I think I think I, again, I I don't think he's done much. In, in terms of like To actually judge him As a filmmaker He hasn't done Much of merit Or anything really Of merit uh, King That he's done King Kong was
2: shit Lovely Bones was shit And all of his early Fucking Low budget slasher, movies Slasher
1: yeah. yeah And taste And the meet The feebles They were shit so yeah, that's what I'm saying. When people have always like lauded him as like, oh, he's amazing. He's but like I was, I was uh, there was somebody I used to work with that was saying like, oh, he's a hallowed name. And, and when you think about it, it's just a lot of adaptations. Or with King Kong, he's working on an already established franchise. I don't think, I don't think you can really like. Yeah, from everything is supposed, <coughs> right. supposed
2: to be good. I haven't seen that
4: actually. I don't. Right. How many creatures is supposed to be good? I haven't seen that.
2: I will give him huge, huge, huge uh, kudos for the Lord of the Rings because that was, I know you don't agree, but that was a masterpiece and probably the most difficult masterpiece to ever pull off. Um, So yeah, I'll give him that, but I'm wary of The Hobbit. I'm going to go and see it before the end of the week, but I'm wary of what i I'll see.
3: So am I the only Uh, one who has seen The Hobbit so far then?
1: Uh, Unless Ollie has seen it, yeah. No, no, I've not not seen it. You're also the only person that is a Hobbit as well, but carry on. How, How did you find it, man?
3: I found it. I uh, I walked down to the cinema and I asked for a ticket. Um, so right. that's how I found it. Uh, and then well,
1: I that, that would that, that would be how you found it, would it? That's just describing the process of
3: how happen. you, fuck you. I felt
1: I felt so don't make a joke if it's not going to make any sense. That's like, how did I find it? I already knew where it was. That's a joke. It's a bad punchline, but it's a punchline that works shut the, the basis fuck. of the joke.
3: Shut the fuck up.
1: Don't make bad jokes. Then. The Hobbit if was so great. Fellows, I don't want to be associated with this. Brian,
3: Brian, hang up on him again. <laughs>
2: My
1: mouse is broken, I told you. All right. What what did you think of the film? I fell asleep. Did you really? Yes. Did you watch it um, with the 48? No, no. Because I I read a review where someone was like, I can actually see Ian McKellen's contact lenses. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's a bit... Isn't it? What's the the valley? Is it the valley of the... It's something. You know, like when uh, robots start to get... To the, uncanny the, the uncanny valley. Do you think it's kind of like that? Where we're we're used to 24, or is it in America 25? PAL and TSC?
2: Well, no, film is always 24 frames a second, and a scene in the cinema
1: anyway. <coughs> okay, okay, but so say so we're so used to 24 frames per second that to uh, then go and double it is going to maybe be very disconcerting. Well, I mean, the
2: the argument that the the pro uh, high HF or high frame rate people are putting forward, is that it's just uh, uh, an arbitrary number that was come to because they had to standardise the amount of frames so that you wouldn't get uh, sound and picture going out of sync in early cinemas where they couldn't automatically do that. Yeah. Which is fine as an argument. I mean, yes, they came to it arbitrarily because it was was enough frames to give the illusion of movement and yet it was cheap enough that you didn't have to, you know, that you could make celluloid um, economically. Yeah. But... Bollocks all that, because we've been watching it like this for 80 years. That's
1: that's what I'm saying. At this point, are we now so used to it, that seeing anything in, our, in a half frame rate...
2: And Peter Jackson tried to fucking say, it's just like the first time you had CDs after being used to the scratch of records. To which, again, I say, bollocks.
1: Well, this, <laughs> the scratch of records sounds better. Well, I, I don't quite know what he's talking about there.
2: Well, I, well he's saying that people who, you know... Eventually, obviously CDs CDs were adopted on a massive scale, Yeah, but at first people were worried about them because they sounded almost too clear. But it's a completely different thing. Listening to a song and watching a massive collaboration uh, uh, production with so many different elements to it is so different. Than just listen to a song with and with some high fidelity sound. Isn't only
1: parts of it in forty eight frames per second as well? No, the whole thing is. Oh, the whole thing! I thought it was like uh, Batman. No, where, no, 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 no. With the IMAX. Thing.
2: You can either watch it in forty eight or twenty four. They've released it in both formats. But if you watch
1: one, you're watching it all in that one way. Oh, that's the, that's the only version. I, that's the only reason that would make me want to go and see it because I don't think I've seen a film in 48 frames per second.
2: Well, of course, yeah, I'll go and see it like that. But fuck still. <laughs> like
1: that's the only interesting thing for that film. So like with Avatar, I didn't go and see it in the end. But the only reason I would have wanted to watch it would have been for the 3D,
2: which was pretty spectacular.
1: Yeah, I, I never got to see it. I, I really don't like 3D. I, and I, I hope it's coming to a grisly death soon. And I think
2: it's, I don't like it either. But I did like Avatar
1: definitely. Actually, there, there are two films—the only two films where I thought the 3D helped—and neither of them are very filmic films. One was Jackass 3D. Uh, I, I got to watch a no, I, I know I got to watch a press screening of it, and some of it just really worked in 3D, like having a fish swinging at somebody, and as it swings, it comes towards your face.
4: Wait, like, they, they actually use the 3D cameras as well.
1: Yeah, or it's either that or retroactive 3D. I'm not sure which.
4: Mm. But parts of it were no, definitely. Ass, they actually use the cameras. Huh? Jackass—they actually use the 3D cameras.
1: Well, where then it showed, it worked really well.
4: Yeah, I, I loved that in three D time, I had a lot of
1: fun with it. Yeah, I loved it. I went to a press screen, the other one I went to for a press screen, I went to Harold and Kumar Christmas thing. That was awesome, That yeah, that really worked in three D as well. Like, and me and my friend went in there thinking we had like a little bet of how many minutes you'd get. Because obviously, if you're gonna have a Harold and Kumar film in 3D, the first thing they're gonna do, the only real reason they have it in 3D is so that they can blow smoke in the audience's face. <laughs> that happens, that's how the fucking title of the film is spelled. you want smoke coming at you saying that. I and I had that's...
4: a lot of fun with uh, My Bloody Valentine in 3D as well.
1: Me too. Oh, I didn't see that.
2: Well, I think both myself and Ian enjoyed that just because it was the first one that came out, so it was just a novelty of seeing. Yeah, as
4: in like eyeballs flying towards the screen and all. So it's fun.
2: But like that was the only time I specifically went to a film because it was three D because, you know, the, the 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 thing was new. Well, you know, rehashed but new, and um, you know, it was cool in that way. But now that it is no longer a novelty, I.
1: Really can't stand it. I also, uh, I'm, I'm one of the whatever percentage of the population that gets a massive headache watching stuff in 3D. Yeah, I don't get that.
2: I, I have to wear them over my glasses, so I'm kind of convinced I'm only getting like 80% of the
1: effect. <laughs> I also really want. The only other thing I really want uh, 3D for is I want to watch one football match in 3D, just to see what it's like.
2: I'll
1: go to your local pub, don't they all do that? No, no, not my locals, mate. <laughs> They're a bit. My my local will probably show it and like. Uh, it's not even Irish TV that they show on, because normally a lot of the time when you get 3 o'clock games... Do you guys get 3 o'clock games just to watch over there? Uh,
2: if, it's, if it's a time to Ireland have them, then yeah. Because you know over
1: here it's illegal to show them, right?
2: To show 3 o'clock games?
1: Yeah. Why? Uh, because when the Premier League first started doing it, they were, it, was, it was, I believe, it was a thing of like, well, we'll have the majority of games on 3 o'clock on a Saturday, and we won't televise them, because we don't want to draw away from... Ticket sales. Ah. that's why. You know, when, do, you, do you ever notice that the biggest games are uh, normally on either a Sunday or twelve thirty on a Saturday? The big games like Arsenal United, United City, they never show them at three o'clock on a Saturday because you can't show them on TV over here. And
2: that's why Paul Merton has a oh, Paul Merton has a oh, Merson has a fucking career. <laughs> you have to shout at the monitor while people watch and do so. I, well, yeah, I got to watch United uh, versus
1: Sunderland last week because we had three. I, uh, I didn't. I had to wait till we have... Fo- Will you have Sky Sports? No, well, we watched on Setanta Ireland,
2: like I'm saying. An the, the, the Irish sports station.
1: No, I was just wondering if you... I don't, but we do. I mean, you can get it. I don't. Okay. Sky Sports every Saturday do this thing called Football First, and if you're gay, if like they show the best game of the day, the three o'clock game of the day, for the full 90 minutes at 8.30, and then for the rest of the night until about four in the morning, they show 60 minute replays of all of the games that have been on ah like that's the way that I have to watch three o'clock games or download them but then sometimes they're like from Fox Sports and I really Fox soccer yeah I really don't want to watch it with uh next Sunday the Milan derby Inter Milan versus AC Milan Exactly. like I don't want to watch it with uh, uh commentators that have no fucking idea what they're Steve, talking about Steve McManaman is a fucking clown at, at commentary is he commenting? Wow, well, I might watch it. At least he knows what he's talking about. At the very least, at least he's a real footballer. He's really shit though. at, at, at being on Is that the one where is is Pierce Morgan? Does he work for Fox as well? Oh shit, I don't
2: know. I think I heard Clive Tilsley and uh, Steve McManaman, uh two weeks ago when I was watching. What was the show? What was I watching? Some game streamed, which is what. How I watch an awful lot of games. I just yeah.
1: Um, but well, Clive Tilsley's good. Fair enough. He's an actual commentator, like a real, pa- he's on FIFA and everything. That's true. <laughs> Steve McManaman is not on FIFA though. Well, no, no, he's not. And they got rid of Andy Gray because of his whole whatever he did, that was bullshit. Because now, there's nobody when you play FIFA to shout at in the commentary, like Andy Gray's just like, he's just he's, chastising you. He
2: can shout at non-smudge Alan Smith. That's not as fun. He can make fun of his speech impediment.
1: Yeah, but he he doesn't have the same way that Andy Gray would be like, God, oh, he knew he should have gone. That,
2: is that weird Jonathan Ross inability to pronounce ors Is that a
1: fucking colloquialism? Or is it no, a... No, it's, it's a genuine speech impediment. Is that only English people have it? Oh, wait, one sec. One sec. I just need to pop myself on mute.
3: Need <laughs> a witch? <clears throat> he needed to mute himself, apparently. No.
4: We've gone way off topic. <laughs>
3: I was trying to wrap this shit up like 30 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, we can take a split second and say that something big has happened in the world of wrestling, which means that Smart Marks will make a return, yeah?
0: Yep.
2: Uh, But I will... uh we wanted to record ourselves a, a, a post-Christmas, pre-New Year's wrap-up of the year episode.
3: Yeah, certainly, um, because you may remember, listeners, if you listen to Smart Marks, that a while ago I proclaimed that I wouldn't watch wrestling on the regular until a something, a certain something happened. Um,
2: um, and you lied about that,
3: but who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but <clears throat> it's happened. So this past Monday on Raw. Stone Cold No, Stone Cold's a faggot. Um, <laughs> the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. The greatest of all time returned to the WWE on Monday.
2: Did he fucking retire? <laughs> you were there. Oh, you would have been. But, um, he was back
3: to give an award. We don't know No. no, No, huh? no, he, he's got to be back. He has to be back. They can't waste this. I don't know. I like Road Dogg and Billy Gunn came back to. Well, oh, oh, like I said, they came back to give an award. I think no, no, but Gun came back for fun. Oh. No, but Justin Roberts' exact words were making his return to the WWE, which is completely accurate because he had been away and then he made a return. Yeah, but he didn't it. say that about any other guests that may, that came back that night. He didn't say those Matt. words about anybody else. Matt, 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 Matt,
1: Matt! You should tell the people about your Ric Flair story.
3: No, I shouldn't. Yes,
1: you <laughs> should. Tell, should. Tell, should you tell people you about your Ric Flair story. Because
3: you, you need they're another excuse to make fun of me. Because you need another excuse to make me feel like a prick. No,
1: tell, tell the people about your Ric Flair story, it's fun.
3: Alright, this is going to be the wrap up for our Christmas special 2012. I watch Raw, Flair comes back, I go to Twitter. I see Flair is tweeting <laughs> with hashtag FlairforRawGM. So I tweet to Ric Flair and I say, thank God the man is back. Oldest ride, longest line, Space Mountain. Woo, Ric Flair for GM. Ric Flair retweets me. I go fucking crazy. Jumping up and down, running around saying, holy shit, Ric Flair retweeted me. Ric Flair retweeted me. Ric Flair retweeted me. I then get a message from my boy HPK who says, yo, go look at that account. Oh, shit. It wasn't the real Ric Flair. <laughs> it was a fan site. And worse still is I follow the real Ric Flair. <laughs> oh my So it was uh, an emotional Matt. roller coaster that ended in heartbreak, much like this podcast. This has been the finest Christmas special of all time. Absolutely. So let's Char- wrap up. And Charlie Brown Christmas needs to step aside. Hey, I downloaded that. I'm gonna watch that soon. Awesome. I downloaded a bunch of the stupid Christmas cartoons that they don't show on TV over here I know, it's a fucking sacrilege that they don't Yeah. so anyway um, let's, uh, let's wrap up with any warm thoughts you may want to share for our listeners over Christmas Ian, you go first, International Soap Sensation.
4: Station ah, uh, fuck off
3: cool uh, Fitz Happy
2: Hanukkah everyone
3: Okay, um, uh, cunt face? I, I, I stole the Jew. Boom. That's why I let you go first, to be fair.
4: You didn't?
3: Uh, before Ollie, I meant Ian. Shut up. God. Why don't you go puke on your shit again, you bastard?
4: Oh, uh, well, I, well, I just
1: might then.
3: All right, then. Uh, all right. <laughs> Mr. Little?
1: I, uh, <clears throat> I hope you all have a very merry...
3: And they fucking disconnected right as we go to do the... I hope you have a very... And now we wait for the Skype sound to go... Because it's disconnected. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I decided to sit back and let the boys talk. Because, you know, they were having such a lovely time. Not inclusive of me. And um, I just thought... Who am I to interrupt that? You know what I mean. Let's let the boys talk. Let's let the boys have fun. Plus, Lee's is probably your least favorite part of this podcast, anyway, right? I'm sure of it. There we go. There we go. There they are. Ollie, you were saying. Hello? Yes, Ollie. You you were saying. I thought it would be really
2: funny to disconnect Ollie in the middle of his message, but accidentally, I hung up on all of us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just saying. I wish everybody a very merry Christmas and a happy new year.
3: Ah. Uh. That's it. <laughs> That's what you came back on for? I don't know about him. <laughs> nice. All right, so, Fitz, Ian, let's wrap up. Uh, I hope I, 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 I genuinely hope you both have a lovely Christmas.
4: Uh, I hope you do, too.
3: Yeah, and um, anyway, I mean, we all speak through fucking Facebook anyway. So it's not like we're going anywhere.
2: I, I love that we're pretending like we won't be talking soon. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, like probably in a few hours. But anyway, the listeners don't need to know that, Fitzy. They also don't need to know that their beloved Smart Marks co-hosts have probably spoken for hundreds of hours since they last got an episode. Well, don't be telling them now. Well, I just did, so they have to forgive us because it's Christmas. Right? That's
2: true. That's true, that's true. Sorry, I'm trying to find Ollie again to see what he has to say. No, true. Go on. You're back now. Huh?
3: You're back now, yeah. Yep. Alright, <laughs> go ahead and finish your, your thoughts there, Ollie.
1: No, it doesn't really bother me too much. You go ahead, Matt.
3: Well no, we're finished, so this is where you're saying goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Great. Uh, thanks very much. This has been another edition of your favorite Fuck you, Matt Lee. No ho, ho holiday no one
1: likes you. podcast. No Ollie no I didn't no hang up you.
3: on you, Brian did oh
1: <laughs> Still still no one likes you. He attacked your
3: country. He attacked your people.
1: I'll attack your face if you're
3: not fucking quiet. Well, fuck you. How about I hang up on both of y'all? Merry Christmas, you dirty cunts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, they're gone. Ollie's gone. He might be getting fired. I hope you all genuinely have a fantastic christmas and um let's get back into the world of podcasting and uh ollie and i well no ollie's replacement and i will be back soon and uh, fitzy and i will be back soon with more editions of smart marks for your face so once again from me and mine to you and yours merry christmas happy hanukkah whatever the fuck else you celebrate and good night this is matt lee's for matt lee's signing off
0: Santa works all day in his workshop Making a lot of games and toys Then one day he hops in his sleigh To bring them to the girls and boys Santa's just as nice as he could be There's just one fucking thing that worries me If it doesn't snow on Christmas How's fat gonna use that sleigh? In case of rain, would there be a train That'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow this Christmas How's fat get around to us? Say he breaks down on his way to town Would they let him use a bus? I sent him a nice long letter And I hope it's not in vain I really would feel much better if the fat fuck flew a plane Now they say he got a reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here But how the fuck's he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year Take it boys Ah that's so pretty Wonderful ah, oh, fucking wonderful I sent him a nice long letter And I hope it's not in vain I really would feel much better If the fat fuck flew a plane Now they say he got a reindeer For the sleigh he's driving here But how the fuck's he go If it doesn't snow on Christmas this year? Alright, I got a treat for you Listen to these kids Are they great? Way. Beautiful, beautiful Gets kid's great or what? Ah, they're wonderful ones so ah, ah, Watch your mouth. Your mothers so might be listening now That's very sweet Terrific, kids. Terrific. You're just great. Everybody come over here. You did a great job, and I got candy for everybody. All right, all right. Which one of you little pricks stole all the fucking candy canes? Ah, nice, nice kids. Where'd you get them? From a fucking jail? Fucking reform school brats. Get the fuck out of here, all of you. It was sure that I was. I saw you. took the candy. I didn't do nothing.
2: What to the okay. No was. you What are you talking about?